30 Nerdy's presenting sponsor and the home of all of the official 30 Nerdy swag is Advertising Expressions. Juice, what would Superman be without the big S on his shirt? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what about Iron Man? What, what if he couldn't slap that Stark Industries logo on everything? You know, Clark and Tony, they probably go to Advertising Expressions, like us, for all their advertising needs. Oh, yeah. And so should you. And when you need your own symbol, like for work, church, school, a team of super friends maybe, check out Advertising Expressions. They can help you get your name and logo in front of as many people as possible, as often as possible, for as long as possible. That's right. So whether you're a billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, or faster than a speeding bullet, check out Advertising Expressions at advertising-expressions.com. Or give them a call at 423-586-3270. And tell them the nerds at 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. What's up, nerds and nerdettes? Welcome to another episode of the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. I'm your host, the pod father, the doctor of nerdonomics, the juice is loose, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm Josh. And my co-host Tyler, my, my partner in crime, he's not here today. The Duke of Nerds, uh, the sweet tea of the nerdy south, as he likes to say. He's on his nerdcation. He, he, he's been killing it up on the stage. He just had a successful run uh, in a show called Moon Over Buffalo, where he shined like he always does. But he's on off on Nerdcation for a, a little bit. We didn't want to leave you nerdless for, for this week, people. So I called in some reinforcements. He is sometimes my nemesis, sometimes my great ally. He's the reverend who has revolutionary rants. He's Papa Roach, the Rev. It's our friend Logan. And we'll pause for the uh, applause that is certainly coming after his announcement here. And ah, yes, and thank you. Thank you so much. See, I was I was thinking, I was like, am I gonna have to remind Juice about the applause? I was like, no, 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 no. He knows. He, he's got I mean, to you walk into a room and it just speaks for itself. You know, it's <laughs> this man is applause worthy. Hold for yes. applause every every time. Uh, the crickets I, love me. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Yeah. It's so good to see your beautiful face. It's good to see you too, man. I feel like it's been way too long. It has been too long. And we were doing so well. We had such a good streak of seeing each other like every couple months or so. We were doing so mm-hmm. well. But. I mean, and plus, considering that you're in Atlanta, I'm up here in, in East Tennessee to, to, to pull that off. And we were doing really well. Pretty but decent drive between us. That's for sure. Sometimes we, we do the Chattanooga thing, meet halfway. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just we've all been so terribly busy. Uh, Tyler with his, you know, his shows and his, his work and his wedding planning and his vacations and all the things that, that he's got going on. And then you and I with the dad stuff and the work and the, and everything. So it's just tough, but I'm really glad that you are here today because like I said, we didn't want to just leave people without, without the nerds for this week. We, we had to get some 30 nerdy content out there. We've 
been running a little bit slow here lately because, like I said, things have been so busy. We're probably going to take a, a short little break uh, over the next couple of weeks, but we got a great big summer plan, so don't miss it. Uh, speaking of, last week, uh, last episode of 30 Nerdy, we had a very special episode. This is one of my favorites in recent memory. We celebrated 20 years of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man from 2002. Toby McGuire, baby. You like Spider-Man, you say? Well, I've been known to enjoy a Spider-Man uh, film or television mm. show or comic book from time to time. It's it's a been piece best. of spider literature. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is true. This mm. is true. And yourself? Ah, yes, I dabble in the spider arts as well. Uh, I was so excited to to talk about that because I mm. I made this reference a couple of times when we did the episode that that movie after twenty years watching it again felt like an old friend. Oh, yeah. It's uh, just one of those things where you can pop in and just be like, it takes you back. It oh, teleports yeah. you where you were like, hey, was this a summer that uh, Nickelback and Saliva teamed up to make a <laughs> uh, a just a, a crazy tune, a juicy oh, that, tune? That was the jam back in the day. Dude, For real. Hero, like chills. Look at, look at it. You can't I see, see it. Chills. Uh, but what a what a great time we had talking about Sam. I learned a lot of stuff about it. Um, did you catch the thing about the the dude that they're wheeling out when Peter's walking to the ring to fight uh, Bonesaw? That's supposed to be Daredevil's dad. Did you ever catch that? I didn't catch that. No. Yeah. I, that's why I love the deep dives for you guys, honestly, because I feel like I'm a pretty uh, jack of all trade nerds. Like I, I dabble in a little bit of everything, but when yeah. you do the deep dives, I'm like I have learned about 50% of things I did not know or catch. <laughs> you and Tyler are so good at like looking in pickpocketing the yeah. like little things behind the scenes or the, mm-hmm. you know, the Starbucks cups and the dragon's lair, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And I'm like, those are the little things. Yeah. That I love. Yeah. We, we love the deets around here. The for sure. But anyway, that was last week. Check it out. Like I said, one of my favorites that, that we've had uh, in recent memory, I love that one, uh, talking all about Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, and especially after we just got No Way Home. Everybody's still buzzing about No Way Home. I mean, just yeah. now it makes it that much sweeter, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, and the and fact that like, they age so well. You know, yeah, they really God, hold up. Like, all those villains are still relevant, too. Like They're still mm-hmm. good, just as good today as they were back then. Oh, yeah. Willem so Dafoe's good. Green Goblin is like top five yeah. villains for me. So um, good, man. Amazing. But anyway, this week on 30 and Nerdy, what a time it is to be a nerd with all of the things dropping. Uh, we got Obi-Wan, we got Eleven, we got Homelander. Oh my, all these great things, which speaking of, we're going to talk in a little bit of detail about Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Stranger Things Season 4, and The Boys Season 3. So if you're not caught up on those, you may want to skip ahead a little bit or come back when you've had a chance to catch up because we will be spoiling some of the, the big time uh, details on that. And then following that, one of our favorite topics to discuss, that's Pops. We love Pops. And I like uh, the booze. We did a Pop episode like season one, 30 and nerdy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we covered like what are Pops and some of the most valuable Pops and all that stuff. But that's, that's been a while. Some things have changed. So we're going to give you some updates on, on the world of Pops and collectibles and all that stuff. And Logan here, he is, he has this incredible uh, collection that he 
he's worked so hard on this this man cave room that he has and there's shelves everywhere and he has everything lined up and sometimes he'll take a notion to like just switch he'll walk in i hate everything i have to redo it all (laughs) and we'll get pictures of him like changing it all up and so every time i see it it's different it's amazing i was uh, gonna say that uh, peyton actually she uh shows it off as well now so it's got to the point where it's so like crazy like when new people come in she'll be like hey let me show you logan's room and i'm like don't touch anything i'm glad that she appreciates it (laughs) becky only appreciates my collection when other people talk about theirs she's like oh Oh. no 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 you you think that you're a fan you should see my husband's uh man cave and all the stuff that he has that's the only time that she's like really proud when she can one-up somebody else I uh, like nice. somebody's like, oh, uh, I really like Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. You like Lord of the Rings? Do you, uh, you like it? See my husband. He has Gandalf on his leg. So, <laughs> but that's good for Peyton. Uh, but this guy right here, he's a collectible connoisseur. My collection, I got a pretty nice collection, but I don't have mine displayed properly. Not I yet. still uh, not regret because I'm glad you have it, but I still would like to make another Stanley Spider Man custom for myself oh yeah so so sweet so sweet one of a kind one of my all-time favorite gifts i've ever gotten so <laughs> thanks again for that no problem man so uh like i said tyler he, he's not with us today we miss you buddy have a great time mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. vacation mm-hmm. 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 we love you brother uh but uh you logan you're here it's been a while how's life it's good man it's busy so busy um we're trying to do uh, make some moves, like business wise, that I'm yeah. excited about, nervous about, but very excited about. Uh, just trying to survive out here, man. With the uh, the two kid and uh, two job life is pretty much. I've got the kids in the morning. Eight goes to work, then we tag off like for 15 minutes. She's got the kids in the night. I work all night, and it's just we're on the grind, man. So hopefully, you know. You got to kind of put your head down sometimes and just work for the payoff. And we're just in that work for the payoff mode down the line. Yeah. Yeah. How are you been, man? Good, man. One of the things that I love about when you and I get together is we get to talk about the dad life thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Emma is, is currently in the why stage. Why so that? everything is why, 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 why? And it's like uh, when you're playing like Mortal Kombat or something, they're chaining combos together. Like how many whys can you get right. into one chain combo, bro? And <laughs> she just likes it. Like she just likes asking questions. Like she likes to ask questions that she already knows the answers to. And I don't like, know why. I don't know if it's like she's imitating that we like to ask her a lot of questions just to, uh-huh. you know, because she's like a pretty smart kid. So we like to see what she knows and all that. So maybe yeah. she gets it from that. So she's like, oh, I'm going to ask you things that I already know. So <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's that's Emma right now. Why? Why? But you got to love it. Love the babies. Starting- Mine are just wild all the time we're wrestling already i feel like we put in a good hour a day of just wrestling (laughs) yeah be careful i got in trouble for that because uh mommy and emma went to a birthday party a couple weeks ago it was emma's friend millie's birthday party and then they come home and and i get the uh you need to have a talk with your daughter oh no what she was wrestling the birthday girl (laughs) outside on the pavement so it's like, okay, this is a daddy and in the game only. <laughs> Walls of Jericho on the birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much what it was like. I mean, 
yeah, let's talk, but uh, that's pretty awesome. I'm just yeah, it's like good. You've been paying attention, and so I'm proud of you for that. But let's 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 wait until uh, our friends are big oh. enough to at least be on our tag team or something. Bro, I got to be on edge all the time. I get the flying knees out of nowhere. My back pops like eight times. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I got to get the ibuprofen. Oh, welcome to dad life. Mm-hmm. So. Let's dive into it. I want to resurrect a segment that uh, our good buddy Tyler invented a while back called Rando Nerdica. And this is where he has just a random question, a random query about something. And I saw a meme the other day. about It was Captain Planet. I don't really remember the context of it, but it made me think, mm-hmm. you know what? All this stuff, nostalgia is so big right now. All the things that we loved as a kid, it's hitting the mainstream again nowadays. Captain Planet. You remember Captain Planet, don't you, Logan? Oh, yeah. Captain yeah, yeah, yeah. Planet. He's a hero. Gonna <laughs> something, something down to zero. That's all I remember. There is no talk from what I can see of any sort of a remake or a live action adaptation, mm-hmm. which just about everything is being revived and, and redone and, and, and what have you, right? Mm-hmm. But no Captain Planet. Captain Planet comes from a TV show called Captain Planet and the Planeteers. This is American animated environmentalist superhero series created by Barbara Pyle and Ted Turner, which I did not know until I looked that up a little while ago. I, I didn't know this, that either. Ted Turner. He's a good guy, I guess. He's trying to save the environment <laughs> of Captain Planet. But this show ran from September 1990 through May 1996. And I remember Saturday mornings as a kid hearing oh, yeah. that theme song I was just trying to you know tell you about. And this show had all these kids on it and they had these rings that they put together and then it would summon Captain Planet, right? Mm-hmm. So. Kind of like Green Lantern's rings. It looked like everything yeah. was like. And he was like this blue skinned, muscly superhero guy. He had a mullet. It was the green, 90s. Green mullet. 90s. Green mullet. That's really all I remember about him. I don't remember what his voice was like or what he did or, or any of the bad guys or anything like that. I just remember it being a thing. Mm-hmm. So this, this comes to my query, my rando nerdica question. If Captain Planet were to be made into a live action movie adaptation, who you got playing Captain Planet? What are your thoughts? Mm, you know, the only thing that I can think of, I don't know if you've ever seen this, actually. That's the first thing uh, that I thought of is Funny or Die, like a little skit show. You know. did something with Don Cheadle and he <laughs> did like the dress up as Captain Planet had the terrible green mullet and he did pretty good on that. Not saying that he would probably, you know, do it, but uh, it was funny. It was super funny. I, but I don't know. You would you have to have like a face to pull off a mullet, you know, and you have to have like some age on you because I don't think it, he was like 40 or 50, but he was like a good like Almost 30s, I would think, right? Surely we can update the mullet, right? I mean, I know that the mullet is coming back in a lot of places. That's pretty iconic, people, though. But Because uh, you said you don't remember a lot about it, but the blue skin and the green <laughs> mullet. Right? right. I mean, that's true. <laughs> um, ugh. But you said you got to have a face for a mullet. Man, I hate to break it to anybody out there. If you think <laughs> you have a face for a mullet, you don't. Nobody does. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I'm very anti-mullet. Yeah, yeah. But who do you got? You and Tyler, this is like your wheelhouse for sure. 
Now, Tyler's way better at this game than I am. It's either we have the same person in mind or mm-hmm. he's got somebody that I, it just blows mine out of the water most of the time. But I think of somebody who, you know, you probably need to be like a handsome guy, probably, mm-hmm. you know, nice, you know, nice body and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever seen that show? This is us. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the three Pearson kids, Justin Hartley, who plays Kevin, he's the blonde guy he played the character. Like he had the, the sitcom oh, yeah, where yeah. he was the shirtless nanny or whatever. Mm-hmm. That guy, he's a really good looking dude. He's got the perfect teeth. You know, I'm sure that he yeah pull off a green mullet if he had to uh, paint him up blue. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be CG or whatever, but uh, yeah, Justin Hartley. That's my pick we're, for Captain. We're Hart. picking that age range though. What do you what how old is he? He's like 30, 35. Uh, Justin Hart Hartley? Or is he younger than that? Well, I don't know. Let's find it. Oh, Google. Sir <laughs> Google, please look it up. Monsieur Google says that he is 45 years old. 45? Really? Yeah. Yep, hey. yep, yep. He's a very youthful face. He sure does. You know, I was thinking too, a lot of the uh cartoons and stuff that we watch. There's like a, like a an older like male version that is the leader, right? Captain Planet, like uh, in Power Rangers, it's kind of like the same thing, and they're like just co-captaining like a bunch of kids around, like trying to beat up bad guys. That seems yeah. a little irresponsible, I would think. Right. Like, <laughs> it'd be like if I had a group of crime-fighting theater kids. <laughs> exactly. Taking advantage of your power a little bit there. You're like, you know what? We're going here, kids. We're going to take them out one by one. At least my group would have cool costumes because we're the theater people. So, um, that's true. We got, we got that part covered with the flair. Let's dive into all of the goodness of recent TV here in Nerdland because the thing that I've been most excited about this spring. Was Obi Wan Kenobi on Disney Plus? Um, mm-hmm. I even went back. I had a little COVID spell here uh, about three or four weeks ago, so I had a lot of time on my hands. I went back and watched Episode Three just to kind of prepare for Obi Wan, and did a big mm-hmm. Darth Vader deep dive and looked into a lot of the comics stuff and everything. So I was pumped up about Obi Wan Kenobi. We got two episodes at once, and now we're up to a third one. And yes. How do you feel about it? And I know y'all hate on the prequels a lot, but the third prequel. It's pretty sick. I like it a lot. There's a, a lot about that one that is great, great stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. It's been said a lot. I don't think George Lucas is the best at writing dialogue. That's oh no. That's it, one of the first things that Tyler always says, and that's absolutely true. Uh, yeah. Like when I complain about Hayden Christensen, he always defends with, "Well, yeah, he's not the greatest, but the dialogue he had was not doing him any favors." So that's true. <laughs> But um, speaking on Obi, man, it, it's I've been really enjoying it so far. Like I, I try to block out all the because me, you and Tyler always talk. I'm the one that usually reads like the dirt sheets and stuff because I like to see what everybody's like really high praise, really just low praise. And then like the middle wave. And uh, I've been enjoying it because I've been trying to stay away from that a while. And it's been a solid like story. And we've got like some of the twists with young Leia and 
the Inquisitors, especially off of the uh, piggybacking off of the game, um, Fallen Order, mm-hmm. like that's kind of fresh in your mind. So that's like a really cool play on it. You get to see some of like Order 66, which is super cool. And it's like kind of tied in with uh, Clone Wars. And it's like it's like a mix, like all that like white noise, like shadow space that we have between three and four. Yeah. And, and that's that's such a good way to put it, because we do have that. It's like. We're seeing some of the people we had in the prequels and mm-hmm. even like the the veteran clones sitting on the sidewalk, you know, asking for help. Um, yeah. All those things blending into this new world with the Empire and bringing us into the original trilogy that we know and love. Uh, yeah, they're doing a good job with that. Uh, the joke is always like you see the pictures of, of Obi-Wan. It's like in nine years, he's supposed to look <laughs> like Alec Guinness. It's like, man, those two sons have really, really done a, a toll on him. Um, yeah, but uh, Ewan McGregor, he's he's just killing it. He, oh, I love him. He yeah. the the defeated old failed. You know, he he failed his apprentice. The entire Jedi Order has fallen, and now mm-hmm. he's stuck on this planet as a hermit, um, going through this daily grind. He just looks so defeated and so sad. He still looks like just a sexy space Jesus, doesn't he? Just. No matter what he does, he just you just want to like. He's our guy. He's our guy. Yeah, I I have always loved him as Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, This adds to it. I'm digging it so far, man. Like anything that comes out, there's negativity, and there's apparently been tons of negativity and a negative backlash, even apparently some racist stuff uh, towards Moses Ingram, who plays uh, Reva, the third sister. I don't. I don't I don't get it. I don't no. understand. I think, I mean, th- I we mean, don't, we haven't had a lot to, to go on with her yet. Her, yeah. I, I'm assuming that we're going to find out that she's one of those surviving kids from order 66. Right. And yeah, so yeah. like she somehow was turned or, or uh, I don't know, the empire kidnapped her and turned her. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm assuming that's it, but we don't have much to go on yet. And everyone's making such a, a judgment against her. I don't get it. What do you think is the deal here? I don't know, man, because like the Sith, like she's pretty much embodying what they're made to do. They're made to like try to gain more power and more like step up. And they're pretty much it's put in with like the rule of two. Like they're supposed to like be up to a certain level where they turn on them. So it's like she's literally embodying that like Sith like mindset. DTA, uh, don't trust anybody. Right. Uh, I don't know. The only uh, negative I really have, it's been driving me crazy since I've watched it, is uh, Baby Leah's uh, chase scenes. That's the only thing that drives me crazy. She's like juking out six, like, I don't know, 40, 50 year old men, 30 year old men. And I know that's probably just like plot lines or when like, you know, Obi-Wan was like trying to chase her and he's probably trying to be low key a little bit, but. She was juking the I shit was, out of people. Bro. I was pretty frustrated <laughs> with with Leia. Uh, like, no, this is the guy you need to stick with. He's going to help you because I'm thinking yeah. about like, you know, lost daughter, dad, mind automatically. Oh, like, yeah. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You know. So then she's running away from Obi Wan. I'm like, Leia, no. You know, I was getting so frustrated with her. The chase scene you're talking about, yeah, I get that too. A lot of the criticism yeah. also on uh, the Reva character. They complained about her doing the parkour. 
you know, she saw me one like a few yards away. Oh, yeah. And forever then, to parkour way over there to him. Yeah. Whatever that time was, like the, like from their start point to like where they were ending up, it was very weird, like splicing of scenes. They made it feel odd. But I mean, that's really the only like thing, but it, it didn't leave me like seeing all the things after it and being like, you know what? That would have been a perfect episode if this didn't happen. It really was like a, that's an odd type deal. Not like, oh, this ruined my experience. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, speaking of Princess Leia, that was a great surprise. Like, we didn't have any word yeah. that there would be a young Princess Leia featured, uh, played by Vivian Lyra Blair. I think she was the little girl in A Quiet Place. Is that right? No, not A Quiet Place. The uh, Sandra Bullet Bird Box. You know oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. seen that, but apparently she was the little girl in that. So um, nice. she's a pretty experienced young actress here. Uh, but she makes a great Princess Leia. She's spunky. She's yeah. got the attitude, you know. She's definitely the got the attitude. Independence. Man. I love her. I, I I think she's killing it. And when she is putting, uh, what was it, her cousin in her or his place, and absolutely like, uh, so sassy and like, yeah, mm-hmm. killed it. And I was expecting to maybe see like uh, Luke more. Like that would be her, like his role. Maybe like mm-hmm. seeing more of him. But it, that's a nice maybe. switch because, like, I'm sure we'll get more of him later. Or, like a sneak peek or something. Yeah, we still have about three three episodes left, I think. So mm. who knows? And now I was excited to see Flea. You're talking about the chase scene, uh, the people in the woods with Leia. That was Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Was I it? recognized. <laughs> oh yeah, I recognized him right away. Uh, but That's beyond awesome. that, we we finally got the uh, the reuniting of Darth Vader and Obi Wan. Their first, uh, you know, face to face meeting after their you know, big battle on uh, what's the planet? Uh, yeah, the big fire planet, volcano planet. What's it called? Mustafar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their big showdown on Mustafar. Yeah, there. So, um, and you know, I didn't know it had been ten years. That's a crazy yeah. like time gap. Like he's yeah. been trying to hunt him down for that long mm-hmm. decade. But. Hayden Christensen did return as Darth Vader. I didn't have as much of a problem with it because <laughs> I don't have to see his stupid face or hear his stupid voice. Um, I've, I've, I've appear to be in the minority of people who just have such a distaste for him. They showed some stuff from the Star Wars celebration uh, uh-huh. a couple weeks ago that uh, he was on stage with uh, the voice actress for Ahsoka and people just were going wild. They were just going nuts about him. Yeah. And apparently when they filmed the first uh, scenes, for the show of him in the Vader suit, all the crew and everybody just gathered around so they could all see it. So I'm in the minority. It's fine. I'll accept it. But uh, uh, I just think he's awful. But I was excited to see uh, Darth Vader come back. They, the thing people are talking about is like Darth Vader was scary. You know, yeah, yeah. He's walking down, just snapping people's necks with just a little. Dude, when he was dragging that, uh, those was it uh, that lady through the town? He just yep. like got her. It's like. Which is crazy because it makes you want like, man, we need that like time gap of like Vader and his come up, like how crazy he would be. Because I think we mentioned a couple of years ago, like it's they haven't really took the step of like actually kind of banking on a Sith. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, we're not going to do like a Loki series like Star Wars wise. Like, hey, let's do a complete, which I guess Boba kind of is, but he's kind of like a hero, though. He's kind of like a Anti-hero, yeah, yeah. That'd be really cool if they ever tried to do like a like a Vader series and have that time gap would be really cool. You know, they've already said that there's going to be a season two of Obi Wan, and you know, I just I'm enjoying it, but 
how much is too mm. much because they can't the stakes can't be that high because we know literally Leia, Vader, and Obi Wan all come out of this okay because yeah. we know what happens to them in the future. You know, yeah. So I, I just don't know how much of it we need, as good as it is, if that makes sense. Very true, because when you know the ending, it's kind of pointless to keep going sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so Stranger Things, uh, season four. Stranger Things 4, Volume 1, just came out uh, like a week or so ago, and you're one of those crazy people who burned the whole thing down in like one go, right? Uh, It took me two days. Yeah. That's a lot better than me. I looked at the little list of episodes, you know, and it's like every Mm -hmm. one is like an hour and a half. Every episode is its own movie. I was like, okay, this is going to be a chore. Excuse me. This is going to be a chore for me because um, it's hard for me to sit through anything like a movie, <laughs> anything for like an hour and a half. So, yeah, it took me a little bit to get through it. Um, just overall, what do you think? How, how are you feeling about Stranger Things 4? And here in the past a little bit, everything that I've watched movie wise or like show wise, I'm just all for it, man. I absolutely loved it. Everything like the writing, the effects, like the storytelling, the character building, like Stranger Things is one of those that uh, me and Pate watched together too. Like we've watched it mm-hmm. from the first season together and like I've never really been disappointed. I can't look think of a thing that I look back and said, man, I'm really disappointed with this season because especially sure. this season, there's like a lot of things that they, I feel like they take from just old school horror like movies and like that type of vibe, just like the suspense of it all, like building a character that you love to just like fear almost that just like around every corner type deal. You're just like, is it going to be there? What's going to happen? They make all of the characters lovable. I mean, you just yeah, feel man. for all, like, and even the new characters, like everyone's going crazy about Eddie, the Dungeons and Dragons guy. I yeah. like, I loved him from the start too. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this is going to be the guy, like, this is the character that, that I'm all about this season. Um, yeah. Argyle, uh, Dustin's girlfriend who had like a bit spot in season three and had this yeah. spot in this one, like all of them, you love them. Um, I, I thought this season was great. Uh, like you said, never been disappointed in stranger things. Yeah, it's so good, man. For me personally, the attention span was a struggle. Um, <laughs> when I got to like, you know, episode five, six, the 11 stuff moved a little bit slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, overall, I, I really loved it, especially seeing like that transformation of the, you know, the son of the, the, the I don't know what the family name was, like all those murders that happened. That oh, family, yeah, yeah. They locked up the guy that played Freddy Krueger and um, find out it's his son and he's in the in the Hawkins number lab one. and he's number one. And then he becomes the the big villain, the big bad of, of this season. The Vecna. And, and we find out that Eleven turned him into that it's it's because of her that this portal was opened and and he became what he is now and what so an ending. That, that circle like the the tie-in with him and like how you know he's just and even like to the little detail of like they put that suppression chip in him like to make like everything like him just docile all that whole circle of that story how it tied in was so crazy man and like just speculation on like what's going to happen. It's, it's crazy because I, I just don't know where 
like it's gonna gonna turn or end up if it's gonna get crazier because they did mention you know how the Vecna is kind of like a five star general so the mind flayer might still be out there type deal and like it, there's so many like places that I, I'm just excited I wish I had more to burn down instead of like the part two I wish I could just like do it now man I imagine if they had to split it up like this and we got that much content for the first half. Yeah. Volume two will be just as good, if not more. And I read today mm-hmm. uh, the series finale, the, the ending of this season, will use more special effects in one episode than all of season three. Yeah, I heard it's going to be pretty heart-wrenching as well. So I feel oh, like we might no. lose some people. I don't know who, but... And just even like all the storylines too, the, uh, the Hopper storyline too, you care so much about it and then... Mm-hmm. Like the uh, that scene where she's uh, in the upside down, she's running like with that music playing too. They said that um, running what uh, running up the hill. I think uh, Kate something uh, mm-hmm. another like the spikes in uh, the steam or not steam music, but um, Spotify, Spotify. It was up like nine thousand percent or something like that. Yeah, she she was like having a resurgence of that like song coming out. They, uh, that scene was insane. They're number eight in the UK charts right now. Really? Because of that <laughs> song crazy. from 1986 or whatever it was. So, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. They, and, uh, they do a good job of, of that grabbing that 80s nostalgia and really making yeah, you man. feel like it's in the 80s. The hair and the music and all of that. Yeah. So some people was uh, complaining online like they were like, okay, we get it. it's the AZ. We get it. It's like the 80s. But I'm like, oh, it's literally a show about the 80s. That's literally what they're supposed That's to do. The idea. Yeah. Yeah. Missing the and, point entirely. And I agree. Like uh, the new Eddie character, man, he's just like just a ball of energy. Just like when he was leading the D&D like uh, campaign. That was awesome. Like Intense. How just, Yeah. I feel like I don't know if uh, T Mac has watched that. Uh, I don't know if he's watched anything yet because he's been like so focused on yeah. business side. But he will love that character so much. I already know absolutely he will. he will. Yeah, can't wait to hear what he thinks about it. So we mm-hmm. get uh, volume two dropping July first. You don't have to wait too much longer. I know that's weeks. yeah, that's not long at all. That's like a very reasonable break. <laughs> I know people, and I don't know about you know if they did it for uh this season four uh release but i know some kids well not really kids anymore but at the time mm-hmm. they were kids when seasons two and three dropped they would have like an all-night get together start at midnight burn yeah. the whole season down <laughs> and then you know get up have breakfast and then sleep all day discuss so. you know i was uh thinking too uh, i had a discussion about this one of uh my co-workers it's kind of almost not in a sense of like genre it's almost like uh, Harry Potter in a way because you see these kids like being very small and all the kids grow up with them and they feel like they know the characters so like stone cold like in their childhood. It's just like they're going to always remember this series as like something very special like right. to look back on. Yeah. That's, that's what, you know, everybody does it for. That's why you make things like that to like just – for people to take in and just embrace. And I feel and, like Stranger and give Things is something to latch on to. Yeah. Cause Stranger Things is one of those like ones where you can just tell like people will go back and watch that and appreciate it for years and years to come. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, I'm really looking forward to the uh, ending of the series. 
I'm sure it's going to be epic. And uh, maybe I'll be in that crew that burns it down real fast. Maybe I'll get so hooked that I'll just, I'll, I'll take an extra Adderall that day and I'll burn the whole thing just, down. Just burn it. I also let Cash, so Cash has kind of taken my love for uh, scary things on, like full yes, force. Yes. And he is like, run with it. But I let him see the uh, Demogorgon scene, like when it was in like the pit, right? Yeah. yeah. He, freaked out he was like oh my god this is so awesome (laughs) he was like doing the whole thing because he uh pate sent me like videos like he has this huge jack skellington like uh kind of stuffed animal but it's like literally about as tall as me so he would set it up in the hallway and like he would say mom record it but then wait i'm gonna build and then pop out and get him (laughs) like the like the demogorgon did so he like she sent me a video of him like just sitting there like in the hallway jack skellington and then cash come out in all black with like gloves and stuff on and just, <laughs> ah! just starts jumping on uh, jack skeleton yeah he, he's like right there with me the whole time a, and couple, of, a couple of years ago he was all into like werewolves and stuff like that so this yeah, is this is like right. at two years old so like he's he's a veteran in it now also i was going to mention uh in the very beginning so we sat down the other day, right? And he goes, I want to watch this. Like, you want to watch this movie? And he's like, yeah, I want to watch this. Sit down. And it was The Amazing Spider-Man. Yes. He cho- yes. He chose it. I did not, like, goad him into it or anything. He was like, I want to watch this. And he did pretty good. He made it. Like, we watched, like, a solid 45 minutes of it, like, the beginning. And he called out Gwen as well. I didn't say who she was or anything. He goes, is that Gwen? I was like, yeah, that's Gwen. What's that a boy. <laughs> But uh, he also, uh, we fast forward a little bit of the middle scene, but he loved like the lizard. He was like, oh, that's so crazy. Cause he's like, you know, when he gets crazy in the sewers and stuff like yes. that, he was freaking out. So he loved it. Emma went to bed watching the uh, Incredible Hulk animated series from like 1996 tonight. Ah, oh, nice. <laughs> so I feel you on that. We're raising so, it right, man. Yeah, we're doing something right. So let's talk about uh, the other big uh new show that that just dropped that's the boys season three i'm a huge fan of the boys uh if you haven't seen the boys go see the boys go watch the boys what are you waiting on it's great the boys uh they love to really hit you with the shock factor in the boys i mean season one opening scene we see a girl get blown apart because a train runs right through her and there's poor huey just holding his dead girlfriend's arms literally <laughs> holding her hands literally in his hands um season two we had the exploding heads the head poppers mm-hmm. and now season three one of the early scenes of the first episode um so again spoilers if, if you're if you have young ones in the general vicinity perhaps yeah, maybe put us on pause done. for a moment but we have a scene where these these two men who are in, enjoying one another's company they had some powder that they were snorting and, um, you know, having a, a great time together. And one of them has the ability to shrink and his name is termite. And mm-hmm. he proceeds to run up, uh, the other man's urethra. <laughs> Hank, Hank Hill would not enjoy this. Uh-huh. Uh, and, <laughs> oh, and, uh, because of their previous activities with, uh, the cocaine 
he starts to sneeze and it makes him, you know, his ability messes up and he grows back up into normal size and just splits this poor guy in half. Bro, the, uh, when they blow up people on that show, it is brutal. It's like completely just boom, like a, a detonation of just every piece of this person. Well, I was wondering, like, how are they going to top season two with all the exploding heads, right? I think yeah. that they managed to do that. <laughs> um, we had a, in the, I guess it was the third episode, oh, Butcher, he has the temporary compound V that he's been taking. And oh, he's yeah. the laser eyes, and he's fighting that, uh, the, the gun guy, right? And Gunpowder, yeah. just beats him, just pulverizes him, right? And then the eyes, the laser eyes kick in. And he just just cuts the dude right in half through the face. And yeah. we get the, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. You have to just see it. It's his top of yeah, his head just kind of. What is that, uh, that horror movie that me and uh, T-Mac always talk about? Ghost Ship, I think it was. Oh, I line. know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yep. They just cut through everybody right at the beginning. Yep. Yeah, pretty much like that. <laughs> exactly like that. Just uh, a big uh, dripping mess there. So they definitely got the shock factor going. Um, I'm a big fan of Huey and and Starlight, the two of them together. Um, I guess it was the first episode. They they Mm. have this really good uh, way of like bookending the episodes. Like it starts out Uptown Girl. You know, (laughs) Huey's life is great. He's got the girlfriend and he's got the job and he's trying to bring down the soups and stuff. And then in the end, everything turns to crap and it ends with Uptown Girl again. Like, I love that. <laughs> I love how they do that. And then uh, the, the third one, we see the young Starlight. She's in the, her mom is the pageant mom and forcing oh, her into yeah. all this. And she, you know, she's like, you know, just make a fist to, to fight the pain. And we see her little hand go back behind her back and she's just clinching. And mm-hmm. then in the end, you know, Homelander's pulling one of his stunts. She has to go along with it, and she puts mm-hmm. her hand back again, just like at the beginning. And I love that. That's so satisfying for me. Yeah, just the tie-in. Dude, Homelander is nutty. Like, nutty, nutty. He is... I, I'm i one who tends to always like the villains. I love a good bad guy, right? And yeah. the boys, I love the good guys. I despise Homelander. I cannot wait. He is like the Joffrey... Uh, from he Game is of Thrones. definitely Joffrey level. Yes, hands down. I, he, like there's, there's a different stage. Go. There's a different stage of villain when you get so like hated, like you don't even appreciate. Which is a bad, like it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. You don't even appreciate the job they're doing. You just hate them. And yeah. he's at that level. He's like super heat. The poor kid that played Joffrey got all of this hate mail death threats i mean people just loathed him because they could not separate the character (laughs) from from the actor and so which is totally unfair it's so unfair and it means he did an amazing job and he did because you're meant to hate him and you hated him same thing with homelander if i saw that dude walking down the street i'd be like this son of a mother (laughs) yeah like (laughs) even just like with the uh the suicide attempt to the girl and he was like just what are you doing? Just, just jump. I'm going to save you anyway. And then, like, he has this spin and turn because, you know, his uh, – what's his face? The chick commits suicide, like, storm on front. the storm front. She dies. And then he has, like, this chemical imbalance in his brain that switches. He's like, just jump. You're going to do it. And she's like, 
no, no, I, I, I've changed my mind. No, you're going to jump. You're going to do it. And he's like, what is this crazy dude? Which we've always talked about too. It's like, sadly, that's probably how heroes and superheroes and stuff would be if like they were now. Yeah. All like that, the, all that. I mean, I think there's a lot of parallels and I think there's a lot of messages that they are trying to send about, you know, different people in power and things. Mm. Like, this is the way we put it, you know, out there when we're, we have the cameras on, this is yeah. the way it goes behind the scenes. I think that they're trying to send a message, but you know, that everybody's got a message nowadays. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think it's sad, but true power changes people. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he's, he's killing it. He's doing a great job. I cannot wait to see him die a terrible, terrible death. I I'm anxious to see what happens with, I, I can't remember the character name, the guy that's running bot right now, um, mm. played by Giancarlo Esposito. Who's just amazing. And everything. Edgar. What a great, what a great bad guy he is in everything. Mm. He does. Um, he is really bold when he's talking to Homelander. He's the only mm. one who has any control over him. I just don't know how long that's going to last. I think he's going to die real hard. I think so too. I think <laughs> Homelander is unhinged at this point. He and yeah, now that his only leverage that they had with the video, he's like, I don't care. I'll oh, yeah. burn down New York and I'll just destroy everything. Now that he's speaking his mind and he's up in the polls and the ratings or whatever, it's oh well, you know. Why not? I'll just say and do whatever I want to, and it works. Yeah, he's like, I uh, would rather be loved, but. I don't mind being feared. <laughs> just like, what a freak. And uh, uh, I'm the uh, flashback stuff too. I was thinking that Soldier Boy would actually be like in the now. I wonder I if he's he will like, be. You think, I think so? He will be. I mean, because I was like expecting always, a little bit more from him. It's as like of now. It's like we always say when you don't see them die mm-hmm. and you're told, oh, they're dead, they're definitely dead, but you don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they carried his body off, they said. Uh, so I, I'm thinking they're going to do some sort of Winter Soldier thing with him. Like maybe he's going to be a Russian weapon or something. Yeah. Some maybe he's like know. the weapon to try to fight uh, Homelander because he seems like on that like power tier kind of. Oh, that'd be a good showdown. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Who knows? But uh that that's that's really it for uh the big tv news obi-wan stranger things the boys we get more boys uh next friday we get uh, more stranger things july 1st and we'll have more obi-wan uh as you're hearing this it might already be out so uh lots to look forward to and we will cover more of that as it happens but uh i think we're gonna take a quick break how's that sound rep sounds good to me man And we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. This summer, Encore Theatrical Company is taking audiences to the Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina in the Tony-nominated musical Bright Star. With music written and composed by singer Eddie Brickell and comedian Steve Martin, this show features a unique blend of Broadway and bluegrass. The musical is inspired by the Grammy-winning collaboration between Brickell and Martin on the 2013 bluegrass album Love Has Come For You, and the folk story of the Iron Mountain Baby. Bright Star runs July 8th and 17th at Encore's new home at Oak Tree Plaza, 1570 Buffalo Trail in Morristown, Tennessee. For tickets to this show or season tickets for the entire year, go to etcplays.org or call 423-813-8331. Encore Theatrical Company believes in the power of the arts. 
And if you come check out what Encore has to offer, you're certain you will too, because it's not just theater, it's Encore. 30 and Nerdy Podcast is brought to you by Tennessee Legend Distillery. Established in the summer of 2015, Tennessee Legend Distillery is more than just another moonshine stop in the Smoky Mountains. From our multi-award winning silky smooth salted caramel whiskey to our king snake two-year-old bourbon whiskey, our local favorite vodka, and even our legendary line of cream liqueurs, there is something for everyone. Focusing on a small town vibe, our family and friend owned and operated business has kept us grounded to the heritage of the volunteer state with our fun, courteous, and smiling staff. Come in for free tastings and leave with your spirit of choice, whether it be Richard's Damn Good Gin or the legendary Hammershine. You can find us on social media by searching Tennessee Legend Distillery, where you can see behind the scenes features new deals, and our always fan-favorite Thirsty Thursday cocktail recipes. Now we do have two locations here in Sevierville, one on Highway 66, one on Newport Highway. We also have locations in Cookville and Nashville. If you do visit our Sevierville location located at 870 Winfield Dunn Parkway, tell them the guys at 30 and Nerdy Podcast sent you. You'll receive a free shot glass, and 15% off your purchase. What are you waiting for? Come be a legend at Tennessee Legend Distillery. Cheers to you, nerds. Do you love Marvel but are tired of hearing Cheeto-stained white guys talk about it? Are you hoping to see the X-Men and Avengers face off? Do you secretly want to be Jessica Jones or Daisy Johnson? Or do you want to be with Valkyrie? If so, you've found your new favorite podcast. We're your hosts, Madam Chris and Madam Amy, and we are here to give you the commentary you want. Marvel, minus the mansplaining. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at themarvelousmadams.com. Madams, assemble. Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes, to part two of our episode on TV and pops and all the great things happening in the world right now. Uh, And I couldn't talk about pops for a podcast with anybody but this guy right here uh, with Logan. So we did a pop episode, like we said, a couple years ago. In Mm -hmm. case, you know, we have people who weren't around for that. Let's just sort of review a little bit, shall we? Pops. Funko Pops. You can't really go most places without seeing these things, um, especially nowadays. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. They're all over the place. So, Logan, if someone comes to you and they say, what are all these little funny little dolls that you got all <laughs> around your room? What is what is this thing? Tell me. Honestly, man, it's like pretty much the new age of like action figures. I feel like it's more so like collection pieces that you display because it's kind of hard to play with them so to speak but it's more like uh nostalgia i guess because they literally cover everything like tv like political figures like sports yeah sports heroes everybody man like there is 
literally nothing. Like if you like anime, they got some. If you like movies, they got everything that you can think of. If you like historical figures, I mean, you can put them up in your classrooms, your bookshelves, anything. So they're pretty much like these little, which I guess mostly Disney and Marvel stuff, they're now bobbleheads. There are some that's stationary, but a lot of them are like little bobblehead figures that we love. <laughs> <laughs> they come in a pristine little box. Uh, mm. I, I, now, that's one of the big things that this divides collectors sometimes. Out of mm-hmm. box or in the box. I am. I hold firm to keeping them in the box because I'm all about the value. Logan here, <laughs> on the other hand, not so much. He's one of those take the toy out and play with it kind of guys. Yes, a lot yes, of I your am. collection is unboxed. A lot. Uh, not the expensive stuff. So if I ever need like a little nest egg, I've, I've got a lot that's I've gotten like hard cases and stuff. But mm-hmm. like the uh, the smaller thing, like under $50 type things, I'll usually unbox it. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a little jealous because you have the cool setup where you turn the box sideways and it's got like the cool background and the name, oh, yeah. and maybe the number and everything. You can stand there, the, the figure in front of it. Um, it does look mm-hmm. really cool. Especially Speaking, the Star Wars lines. They have all the with the little the little stand yeah. that says Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So explain this to us. When you get a Funko Pop, Mm-hmm. You, you know, the, the little guy comes in the case and it, it'll tell you like Funko Pop Star Wars or movies or Marvel or whatever the brand is. And it'll say the name and then there'll be a number. And nowadays, all of them are going to have like 1000, blah, 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 something four digit numbers at this point. What do those little mm-hmm. numbers mean for those who don't know? Uh, it's mostly just the the lineup. So like your your waves and stuff like that, or your new waves. So like your old school Marvels and stuff like that. They're gonna have like, you know, your low a uh, lower, pretty much like a VIN number almost. It's like zero one would be like a a vintage almost, or like a starting of a wave. Like this. Uh, what I'm trying to find one that I can see. If I can see it, I think like. Venom. I have like a Venomized Magneto and it's on like 672. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like just pretty much keeping uh, in order a production of a certain wave in that. So it's like, like you're saying, like Marvel or movies or like it even breaks it down. If you go into Marvel, like it will say X-Men or Venom, Spider-Man, whatever. So mm-hmm. pretty much your Vin number. Yeah. It's like you said, anything you can think of sports, music historical figures um actors mm-hmm. superheroes i mean literally everything every disney character ever invented every star wars character and then about a hundred variants of that one character pretty much right they have different <laughs> like solid colors chrome colors different designs paint jobs um christmas edition make a wish edition breast cancer edition pride edition Mm-hmm. anything you can think of and this stuff sells like hotcakes no matter what i'm I, my personal life is i've slowed down a lot because mm-hmm. back when you and i started you know the old grizzled vets that we are as collectors <laughs> when we started things were relatively manageable like there's one line of harry potter yeah. i don't have a single harry potter pop but you know, like at the time, there's probably one or two different waves of Harry Potter and mm-hmm. a couple different ones from 
uh, Star Wars. There was a lot of DC. They were one of the first brands that they started working with. Yeah. Wrestling, for example, the wrestling line, there was mm-hmm. like one or two waves. And now there, it seems like every day there's a, an announcement of a new line of something or a new variant yeah. of something or a new Target exclusive this or Walmart exclusive that. It's so hard to keep up. Like, I think they're already advertising the Funkoween, like uh, Halloween type things already. So it's pretty much like, uh, you know how Cracker Barrel, like, always does, like, three, like, uh, holidays ahead. It's pretty much like that with Funko now. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And so a lot of times you're, you know, the idea is that, okay, for every six or so uh, Funkos that are made of this edition, there might be one that's a chase one, right? And mm. it's the one that's unique and super valuable. And you're allegedly supposed to be able to allegedly. Go, yeah, go out into the wild and you're hunting for pops. Oh, and there's one with the chase sticker on the shelf. Generally, uh-uh, that ain't happening, right? You got to luck mm. out and pre-order multiple copies of one and hope that you know, you'll be lucky. That's happened to me like one time. I ordered two of something and I got the chase on one. <laughs> um, but it's really hard to find. So the chase ones, like we said, are the rare uh, special editions. Hard to find, hard to get. And if you now, get them from a flipper, they're real expensive. Exactly. And so there's this problem. There's Facebook groups that you can join where people try to help each other t- with trades. And it's like poke- mm. Pokemon cards. Like you can trade cards and this card's more yeah. valuable than that card. And it's generally the same idea, but you know, at target or something target is the place where they have great exclusives, but they're so hard to get. People will post a picture. Hey, they have a ton of this target exclusive, you know, whatever stranger things, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing, you know, someone's gone and just gathered up all of them so they could buy them all and flip them. Yep. <laughs> so if you're that person, don't be that person. Uh, but th- that's um, the point I'm trying to make here is that things have changed so much that there's all these additions and the chrome versions mm-hmm. and the colored versions and the different variations. We also have pops and vehicles, the pop rides. We have um, albums now, like you can get the Doors, like a, the Doors album mm-hmm. with all the members of the band, the Beatles, Ozzy with the album, all of that stuff. Um, they now are doing that. We're really into the first one I think was the Marvel, like from uh, the first Avengers movie, the circle of all of them. Oh, and yeah, you can yeah. take mm-hmm. them out and you moments. can click them together moments, pop moments. Mm-hmm. And you take them out of the box and you click them all together. And it makes that infamous scene where the camera goes in a circle around. Them. Yeah. Um, I have all those in the box, so I'll never see that, you know, big Epic formation. <laughs> But they're doing that now with like Spider-Man. They're coming out with like the villains, the Sinister Six with Spider-Man. Um, they're doing uh, a, a episode one Phantom Menace with uh, Obi-Wan, Darth Maul, and mm-hmm. uh, Qui-Gon. What else we got? Uh, just tons of stuff, man. I think the latest one I was showing you was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The six of them in um, the Milano. The or, yep. or Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just or uh, Eddie in the uh, is low rider coming out like the uh, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Just they tons have, of them. In. They have uh, like Stone Cold and The Rock facing off in the ring. Uh, 
John Cena mm-hmm. and The Rock facing off in the ring. There's a, uh, and they even have uh, boy bands now, <laughs> like all of the Backstreet Boys, all of the like In Sync, and it's like the five like pops in one. Or they're doing it with the uh, what was it like the um, Black Light Star Wars? They re-released like the four, like in the uh, Black Light set, which is Black Lights are crazy popular right now too. Was that the Amazon or the Target ones? Target ones, the right. Stormtrooper, Luke, Vader, and C three PO. I think. Yep, that's right. Mm. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, those are really cool. So uh, let's talk about our collecting habits. So I. When I first started out, it was, if I'm going to start this set, I want to have the whole set. I quickly <laughs> had to abandon that, that idea because um, there's very few sets that I have now. I have almost all the Lord of the Rings minus a couple of uh, really hard to get ones. Grails. Exactly. Like the Arwen Aragorn two-pack. I'll probably never have that. I do have the complete Marvel 10-year anniversary golden chrome set, and I think that one day when I get everything furnished appropriately down here in the man cave uh, in the fortress. Uh, I think I am going to unbox those. I think I'm going to get like a big uh, poster of in game or 10 mm-hmm. years of MC or whatever. And kind on uh, Etsy and stuff. I don't know if you do Etsy app or whatever, but um, a lot of people make custom shelves for things like that too. Like yeah. doing like the stone slot shelves that you can put up. It's really cool. I have, the full set of uh, Hamilton in my classroom. And that was sort of like a, a thing that my students now were getting into. Like, you know, I'd uh-huh. come in and be like, Oh, I found another one. And they'd be like, Oh yeah, it's like a big, you know, a big deal <laughs> as part of the culture in my room. So I have all of the Hamilton pops up on the shelf. And once we study Hamilton in class, they, they get really invested in that whole thing. Nice. Um, I, one thing I've been excited about that they've recently come out with is there's a couple of three packs that I got that I'm really, really happy about. Oh yeah. The NWO three pack. And I know you've got that one as well. We both were really big on that one. That's a Walmart exclusive because it was just recently, what? 20 Walmart exclusive 25 years since the, uh, the NWO started. Mm -hmm. So they came out with a three pack of that. Only thing I don't like about it. And this is just maybe picky. Normally, you know, Hogan, Hollywood Hogan, he's the leader. So he would usually stand between the big guy, Kevin Nash, and then Scott Hall on the other side. And in the three-pack, they put Hall in the middle, and Hogan is on the far left. And that just seemed like a weird choice to me. Probably like a piece of paper. Like, start at the left, go to the right. Oh. <laughs> it just throws the whole thing off to me. Because I just know that Scott Hall doesn't belong in the center because he wasn't the leader. But I'm yeah. picky like that. I also got the uh, the Amazon the I don't know what you want the Force Ghost three pack of Yoda uh, Obi Wan and Anakin. Oh yeah, yeah, I wanted that one. I, I'm waiting for it to restock. Yeah, I saw it and I just jumped on it. I probably uh, couldn't afford it at the time, but I got it anyway. So now it's <laughs> now it gets to live with me forever. So we we've slowed down a lot, as we said. Now, what mm-hmm. what are some pops that you're after right now? Like uh, if I saw it, I have to get it. Well, recently I've been pretty much chained to pre-orders, so um, I have like pretty good relationship with the GameStop guy because I come in there all the time. I'm like, hey, buddy, got anything new today? <laughs> and uh, he literally saves stuff for me. So like the yeah. pre-orders and stuff, like um. 
the other day he saved, uh, I don't know if you're big into Borderlands or not, but he saved me Butt Stallion, which is like the princess, like, yeah, uh, crystal unicorn. <laughs> right, right. But I didn't pre-order it at all. He's like, no, I got one. And I don't think he's coming. So I'll just put it back there for you. So I was like, oh, cool, man. Thanks so much. And uh, I did pre-order the two uh, Moon Knight ones. I'm trying to hold off on the third one because I want to get the uh, glow in the dark, um, the glow in the dark uh, Khonshu from uh, um, Poppin' or uh, maybe what was Pop it? Pop in a box. Pop in a box, I think. Yeah, I think so, you're right. It's a glow that I want. So I'm trying to wait for that because I have like, I did that little uh, painting background that I had, like the moon and stuff like that. So yeah, that's like, right. I have like six Moon Knights because they did like an art night too, like a Moon Knight Spider-Man mix. So I've got like probably six of those now. So probably going to get those. Logan's really good here at like doing the custom ones. He, for my 30th birthday, he made me this epic Stan Lee in the Spider-Man suit. Um, where it's basically you just do like a little Frankenstein. You you take some parts from other ones and you put them together and you got me this really cool custom box. It's one of my all-time favorite pops, best gifts I've ever uh, received. Sometimes you regret it because it was so cool and you want one for yourself, but I've got the only one that we know of. And I'm yeah, proud of it. That's a one-on-one right there, bro. Oh, yeah. And that's I cool. uh, ripped off uh, Captain Marvel's glasses too, so RIP to her face. <laughs> What does she look like uh, without those? Do you remember? Uh, she have eyes under there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She, uh, she was. It's the one where she's, I think, with like, um, Chun Li. Maybe it was like Capcom versus Marvel. I remember. And that. she, yeah, and she had like the dark gold glasses. And I was like, that looks exactly like Stan. Even like to your left, right there, Stanley. That's like the the gold and the dark glasses look exactly like it. So, Juice, speaking of favorite pops and, you know, exclusives and grails and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. What is uh, your favorite pops or line of pops that you have currently that you're like, these are my babies. These are the ones I look at all the time and think, yeah, I got it right with these guys. Um, I have an entire shelf dedicated to just spider-man so and there's been multiple different like lines of spider-man pops obviously Mm -hmm. but the first pop i ever owned was a spider-man pop before i even knew what a pop was i I was working at gamestop speaking of gamestop Mm -hmm. and we had this random uh it was spider-man 2 amazing spider-man 2 uh the andrew garfield spider-man so i was like oh whatever this thing is i have to have it. It's a little bobblehead thing and then it just sort of went out of control after that so i'm really partial to all the spider-man ones that i have mm-hmm. um i really want i haven't seen it anywhere or if it, i don't even know if it's going to be a thing but i really want a three pack of the three spotties from no oh, yeah, that'd be super cool uh preferably unmasked so they'd have yeah. to you know make all their hair different i wonder stuff. if they would do like their suits a little different too they would have to i mean yeah, they have yeah. to so that kind of goes with like a dream pop I'd like to have is that three pack. But as far as favorites, the Spider-Man, um, the, I have the, uh, Wolfpack sting and oh, yeah, the yeah. original, like just the, the white crow sting. And, you know, with him not being a part of WWE, there's not going to be more sting pops. So I've got the only two sting pops that, that there are, as far as I know. Um, 
Uh, you well, there is one other that I can think of. Oh, the like, the two pack, the Lex Luger and the the beach uh, mm-hmm. flat tops thing. I've got that one too, but I don't have it yeah. on display. Yeah, oh, I got nice. that. One. Got that one uh, like on a clearance Black Friday thing one time. Nice. GameStop, so that kind of worked out. Um, yeah, I've got the I mentioned the uh, the the golden Chrome Marvel uh, or the MCU ten year anniversary line that I have. Also, mm-hmm. they did this really cool. It was like an infinity variation of Thanos. So there's like one different uh, color for Thanos every for every stone. I've got all yeah, of those. Yeah. I don't think they're worth a lot, but I think those are really cool. So I love those. Um, and then just a lot of my Star Wars ones because there's tons. It of would them. be like uh, cool around like a gauntlet or something. I do like a Lego gauntlet and then just yeah, playing your Thanos around them or something. See, you are a master at that. That's a good idea. <laughs> I got to get that Lego gauntlet. Uh, what about you? What's some of your favorites or favorite line that you have? Uh, I'm pretty much like right on the line with you, man. We're we're so much the same, I think, with our collectibles. Like the Spider-Man line, I think I'm a little bit more Venom heavy and like symbiote heavy, but yes. Spider-Man and like Venom and stuff like that, I've got like I know people can't see it, but I've got like the villains on the bottom row. I've got Miles and Carnage on one row, Venom on another row, and then Spider-Man on the top row. And then Spider-Man out of box with Stan Lee out of box, like with their comic books up top as well. So the uh, Stan Lee Spider-Man out of box is pretty cool. I still need some more Stan Lees, though. They just shot up there for a little bit. So I'm waiting for them to like come back. And it wasn't even to deal with like his passing. It was like, a random spike like two or three years afterward i've got but, like five or six of the stanley's uh i still mm-hmm. need the the iron man one appearance the the robe robe and i, I need uh i think it was guardians i, I don't know there's one of them it's like an astronaut suit you know what i'm talking about i think i have that one i need I that think, one still i need the one that i have the astronaut i don't have the one i think from captain america like his uh the soldier suit yeah, yeah. Um, I think I have that one or the security guard. And then mm-hmm. I've got the end game, the young Stan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the stands are, are all pretty cool. And all my Star Wars is pretty much taken over. I did have another shelf like my wrestling for whatever reason has that's been my big one this year. Like I've bought more WWE pops than Ever before, I remember I was, you hesitating on that. You're like, yeah. oh, I don't know if I want to pull the trigger on any of the WWEs because then I'm going to want all of them. Yeah, now I've had a terrible spiral, terrible, terrible oh, I relapse. Know, I, I know how it goes. <laughs> I have quite a few wrestling uh, ones. I'm proud to say I have pretty much every Ric Flair pop, except there was a gold two pack of Ric Flair in Charlotte. I don't Charlotte. have that one. It's easy to find. I just don't really like it. But yeah. I've got Charlotte, and I've got one, two, three, four Ric Flairs. The original Ric Flair was like a pink robe. <laughs> I think it was. Oh Target yeah, I want exclusive. that one too. I've mm-hmm. got that one. That's the one that I have signed by Rick. Oh nice. Um, and then there was a WWE 2K19. Was it? Mm, that was with the ring and the, the piece glasses, of robe and... the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a red. Uh, red robe version from like 1980 something. Then they did the 1992 Royal Rumble in the black robe. And I've yep. got that one. I've got the 2K in the black robe. I definitely want more flares though. 
that we're so that, similar with it because Rick, that's our favorite. Like, oh yeah, all time, all time. But I've got a lot of the Triple H's too. There's I have a, I've got three Triple H's. Uh, one with him holding the sledgehammer. One just OG one, and mm-hmm. then the DX one. And I think there's a two pack now of the DX. But I've got like a they did GameStop did a, a the singles. Two, two single ones for it was like SummerSlam mm-hmm. edition. Um, so I've almost got all those. There's a chase triple H where he's got like the skull mask on. I haven't been able to find that. Oh, yeah. But. I just love the, the layers, man. That's, that's my biggest thing. Like I'll stack the boxes weird and like the WWE ones, they have like the lunch boxes. So that's kind of like a retro, like eighties type thing too. So yeah. they had NWO and mankind like a lunchbox set. Right. So I've, I jumped on that one. So is there uh, any pops that you kind of kind of regret buying that you're like, I got in this <laughs> line and, you know, you're you fell out of love with like the show or the movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I hate these guys. I, I've got. I've got this Squidward pop, right? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I got this Squidward pop and, you know. I'm not a huge SpongeBob guy, but I liked Squidward and I saw it and I was going to be at a con where the voice of Squidward was going to be there. And I was like, Oh, well I'll just take this and have him sign it. And then one day it'll be worth something. Right. You know, that pop is worth a a fair amount. uh, But without any verification of this is really a signature, which it really is a signature, you know, Mm. that doesn't appeal to a lot of people. And the box is not in great condition. So I'm just holding on to this Squidward pop. Just hoping that one day I'm going to come across someone who's like, man, I really love SpongeBob and Squidward and stuff. Be like, hey, do I have a deal for you? Uh, but <laughs> half price at this point. <laughs> at, at this point, yeah, I'll just be happy to get anything out of it. But for a while, it was going for like 150 or something. And I thought, oh, with the signature, that's really going to add to it. At this point, yeah, I, I would just be happy to be rid of it. We almost had a buyer for it, but it kind of I fell know, through. It was so close. Ah, uh-huh. Maybe so one day. Close. I haven't really been trying that hard, but it's about time I'd, I'd go on another purge. So we'll see what happens. How about you, mister? You got any regrets? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've got like a few things that I want traded and stuff like that. I think uh, I did go too heavy on like a, a con a couple of years ago, but I've kind of held them on uh, and kind of traded and got things that I want for it. But it was when DC was like releasing a lot of things. I got like, you know, two or three Nightwings and like a Red Goblin because I always buy like exclusives like that. Like one for me, one I can uh, go out of box and then one I can trade for. So I never really like selling. I always like trading for like good value because then people kind of get a chance to like pretty much get what they want, but just at, at a trade value rather than like, Hey, this $15 pop went for a hundred bucks and now 100 bucks down yeah. more like, Hey, you've got an exclusive. I got an exclusive. Let's just switch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so uh, out of that, I've met some cool people with my Instagram and stuff like that. And we've traded and everything. So not like crazy regrets. Cause I kind of stick to the lines that I want. So I'm not really Crazy Benji. I well, nope. I just remembered. I did get an Umbrella Academy one, and it come in horrible condition. It was Ben, like when he was like blue and had like the mm-hmm. octopus arms out of it. Yeah, and it was like completely destroyed, and it like killed my whole vibe of the Umbrella Academy because I had <laughs> him. I had uh, 
Oh, what is his face? Uh, Klaus. Klaus. No, uh, it was a Jesus guy. Um, That's Klaus. That is Klaus. I thought, what's uh That was season guys? two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Klaus, Ben, and um, Vanya. Uh, Vanya? Yeah. I need to go, yeah, Vanya. Okay. I need to go back and watch them. But I, I was in the mood to get like the seven. And like after that pop come in, like busted, I was like, we're not going to get that. And then Klaus never come in and pop in a box was making me wait for like a year and a half. And I ended up just canceling that. I was like, I'm not waiting. There's no yeah. point them having a money on hold. So I, I definitely, I still have uh, Vanya and bins right there. I've been trying to sell literally I'm not even charging for bins. I'm like, you can just give me five bucks. I'll give you both these and nobody still wants it. So <laughs> Yeah, it sucks when you order something and they don't take the time to properly package it. Like that's one oh. thing about Amazon. If it's an Amazon exclusive thing that you pre-order, like yeah. the Star Wars three pack I was talking about with Darth Maul and Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, they send it in like its own little separate cardboard box and they really mm-hmm. take the time to, you know, really make it look good. But if you just order one of the rando ones that they have, uh. you know, they'll put it in a bag and send it to you and it'll get warped up and it shows them a bad shape and if you're that an out-of-box person sometimes it doesn't matter that is the worst feeling ever though it's when terrible you, you buy something that you're looking so forward to and then like we were talking about it's mostly pre-orders so when you buy something usually you have to wait a couple months and then you get there you're so excited you see that pop shaped box you're like oh my god it's here it's christmas morning and then it's smashed to pieces it just like, ruins everything uh, Walmart and Hot Topic are probably the worst about that. Walmart. I I feel like my Walmart relationship is like your relationship with Hayden Christensen. Oh. <laughs> Every time I hear a Walmart exclusive drop, I'm like, <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> oh, man. I've had a terrible influence on you. And so last question. We'll do one more question. I'll be done. All right. Is there anything in the past or that you've seen that you want either a solo or complete wave of pops that you're like, if I had the chance, money wasn't an issue. Like this is the set or the one I would buy. The one would be really, really tough. It seems like there's a lot of them that back in the day you saw them everywhere. And now that time so many regrets man it's like oh i've seen that one a hundred times and now it's worth like three hundred dollars what was i thinking but you never know yeah um it's hard to really pick one i a lot of the stan lees that i just saw out and about i thought "Ah, it'll be around it'll be around didn't get it um some of the lord of the rings stuff definitely i thought Mm -hmm. it'll be around it wasn't oh man um i remember there was uh when they did like a dark night release mm-hmm. and any of the Heath Ledger ones that I might have oh, seen, yeah. I didn't pick up on that because I thought that'll be everywhere and it was not. And that one is probably worth a lot nowadays. Um so oh it's hard to pick, but I, I know that there's some sets that I would like to have all of them that I'll probably never will get. Like simple, easy to find, but like the Incredibles family. I would love to have an unboxed uh, setup of all the Incredibles. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? So this ties in also with my biggest regret ever 
with a, a find. And now that I probably will never get. So when I was just a wee last scrolling through the uh, Facebook marketplace on, you know, maybe three months, four months into my pop journey, I'm discovering things. Hey, I like this should, you know, look into it. Maybe, you know, can get some of these, this guy, like 20 minutes from me, right. right. Had a complete set boxed and everything of Scooby-Doo. And I don't know if you know me at all, but <laughs> Scooby-Doo is like my favorite all time cartoon. Like I have yes. like box sets and it's like the whole gang, like all five. And he charged 50 bucks for it. Right. I was like, at that time, I'm like, oh, 50. That's kind of, you know, a lot. I've never spent anything but like maybe 10 on them so far. And I was like debating, like wheeling and dealing this guy. I was like, well, I had to drive to you and drive back. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. Try to negotiate. Then, trying to negotiate wheel and deal like one does. And then he ended up selling it. And I was heartbroken because now when I'm trying to buy it, I think Shaggy might be the least expensive one. And he's like 45. Vilma is like 90. Uh, Daphne's like, I think 95. Scooby's like 100. Fred's like, I think 70. And I was like, I could have had all this set boxed perfect condition for 50 if i had just pulled the trigger was like yeah come on down and get it for 50 so that's that's when i would like and definitely tied in with the uh biggest regret i was like ah if i only knew so i just did a little bit of research here uh the most valuable funko pop currently oh, that God. you could get is any guesses as to what it might be <sighs> I don't know, man. It, what like genre? It is from a movie, uh, a classic movie. Uh, is it like a uh... cult classic? I would, I should say. Mm, mm, mm. I have no idea, honestly. It's from the Clockwork Orange. It's a glow in the dark. Um, I guess it's yeah, Chase Glow in the Dark limited edition. Alex Delarge from Clockwork Orange. The value right now is thirteen thousand three hundred dollars. Thirteen thousand dollars. Yeah, I feel and like then, when we did our episode one pop thing, right. like nothing was close to that. There were some Elvis pops that were like in the four digit range. I don't think there was anything that was in five digits like that, though. No. Uh, the second one, on according to this website, which is wealthygorilla.com so for whatever that's worth it's a bloody variant of jamie lannister from the 2013 san diego comic-con currently worth an estimated nine thousand three hundred and ten dollars however however get this listings on ebay have sold for thirteen uh thousand five hundred dollars in the past so it wouldn't be a surprise to see one go for more than twenty thousand dollars good god man not uh not from this guy no oh and it's I, not I, even jamie lannister it's a freddie funko so freddie like Funko's his face like, yeah the little oh uh, dang funko mascot guy uh but they do all kinds of them where it's him in the iron man suit mm-hmm. spider-man suit or whatever but yeah, yep. Freddie Funko as Jamie Lannister. That's so, crazy. Wow. Wouldn't have guessed either one of those. Wow. So, yeah, if you're uh, out there and you're a Funko collector <laughs> and, and you've got a $13,000 Funko Pop, hey, hit us up and 
tell us about it and and what do you do for a living and why are you so crazy that's what <laughs> i want to know but hey this has been awesome thanks for filling in buddy it's it's uh, always fun to talk to you about all this stuff uh yes, nerd yes. stuff shows funkos all the stuff uh I'm, i miss you and i love you too man love you brother tyler hope you're having a good trip can't wait for you to return so we can continue some of these talks. And uh, in the meantime, and in between time, we're 30 and nerdy. Take care of yourselves. Uh, treat yourself. And uh, cheers to you. You've been listening to the 30 and Nerdy Podcast. Brought to you by Advertising Expressions. Encore Theatrical Company. Tennessee Legend Distillery. And the Gatlinburg Brewing Company. 30 and Nerdy Podcast is a bad cast company production. Founder of the Council of Nerds. Survive the apocalypse by finding 30 and Nerdy Podcast along with other amazing shows at podchaser.com. Looking for more on the 30 and Nerdy Podcast? Check out the website, 30andnerdypodcast.com. There you'll find our directory. We're on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and everywhere in between. To leave a voicemail, you can go to speakpipe.com slash 30andnerdypod, or you can leave an email, 30andnerdypod at gmail.com. Until next time, nerd up or shut up. Cheers to you, nerds. I don't have